0: This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by Try Best. Making healthy, living easy. Welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Broussack well hello welcome to the show i'm steve prusak so great to be with you and i can't wait to dive in we've got jonathan robinson author of more love less conflict that's his latest book we're going to show you how to create more love and less conflict in your life with jonathan so get yourself a juice some tea or water i'll be back right after this with jonathan robinson
1: did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com.
0: Juice Guru. Welcome to the show, I'm Steve Prusek, and thank you again for tuning in and being here. I've got Jonathan Robinson, he's a psychotherapist, best-selling author of 12 books. Uh, His latest is More Love, Less Conflict. He's been on Oprah a few times, four times, uh, CNN, and more, and he's here on Jusco Radio today, and what an honor. Let's welcome to the show right now, Jonathan Robinson. Good to be with you, Steve. I don't know if I can match Oprah, but it's great to have you on this show, Jonathan.
1: We're going to get into a lot of practical, good tools for your audience.
0: Well, I'm really excited because, you know, relationships is such a big thing. You know, divorce is up. I've been through a divorce. divorce. My wife's been through a divorce. We're reunited high school sweethearts back together. Uh, Never thought I'd fall in love again. So thank you for being on the show. What about you and your journey? Like what got you into this kind of work as a psychotherapist and then start focus on relationships?
1: Well, you know, love is the most important thing in life, and yet we don't, most of us don't have any training as to how to have more love and less conflict. So, you know, I I went through uh, a difficult period early in my life, and I said, I'm going to study this and find what really works. So I wrote a book that uh, Oprah liked called Communication Miracles for Couples, and it did well. But, you know, things are changing. We need really simple tools that people can do in 10 seconds that can lead to more love and less conflict. So I've specialized in in methods that were so ridiculously simple that even I would use them.
0: Well, that's the key simplifying, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. In this so, overcomplicated world that we live in. You know, and when we're stressed, we forget all the theory of what we're supposed to do. We need something that can help us to not have an argument or help us can get to be more vulnerable even when we feel like crap. And so really the book was 40 methods that generally can be done in under a minute that immediately lead to more love and less conflict.
0: And I love it. You're going to share some of these strategies right here on the show. And, and I know I'm going to be able to participate. I'm excited for that. Um, Mm -hmm. So you talk about ways to double the love you have in a relationship in just a minute a day. Is that really possible?
1: It really is. And in fact, it's even backed by research. Studies show that people who are couples who appreciate each other for one lousy minute a day. That's not very long. <laughs> Find that they double the amount of love that they have in their relationship within one month. So, you know, I'm, I'm a lazy slob. So I forget to do this. So I have Siri on my iPhone remind me to tell my wife something I really do appreciate. not something you make up. I really do appreciate stuff, but I sometimes forget. So uh, every day I say something I really love about her and she does the same thing for me, and it helps to get those good feelings flowing. Uh, it's probably the most important minute of the day for both of us.
0: Wow! So it's you set a routine, so it's the same time you get that notification, and you know, is it that structured and scheduled, or do you just kind of, you know, bring it into the conversation?
1: How does that work? It's not scheduled. I just have the reminder to make sure I do it before I go to sleep. Gotcha. Um, but. You know, it's something like I might even just complete this sentence. In fact, I could do this right now with you. You know, right now, uh, I've noticed something I appreciate about you, Steve, is that you're really curious. You ask good questions, and you're really uh, interested in this subject, and that makes an interview good, so I appreciate that about you. And I noticed something
0: about you, too. I noticed that you're – you came here prepared. You've got great equipment. That's why I was like, wow, well, you know what you're doing. You've been through this and, and you've got such a great message. And I love that you don't overcomplicate it because everyone, no one has attention for all that now. So you're like, I'm going to break it down, just show you right now. And that hooks us in. We can't wait to hear what you have to say next.
1: Yeah. You know, we're both thinking these good things about each other, but unless you have a tool <laughs> like, like the sentence, something I notice about you, I appreciate is, We don't say it. Well, when we do say it, we feel more connected. You know, I I, I know that you're on the same page. You're trying to put out good information. So why don't we say those things? Because we don't have that simple little tool that will help us uh, or the simple little tool of Siri reminding you to do it before you go to sleep each night.
0: It's weird that it's not self-enforced because I know when I give that to someone or tell like even today, I connected with my wife in that way. just told her I appreciate her because we've been so busy. We haven't been doing the one minute a day at all, but I was... You know, but you can feel how they elevate and you can feel how good it feels for them. And you would think that would be enough for us to get out of our own busyness and, and just do it more often.
1: Yeah, but it isn't. We're all so distracted. We've got so many things going on that we need these really power tools that help us to bring it into daily life so that we, we get the love and connection that we're really all wanting.
0: Now, divorce in this country really is an epidemic. Why do you think it is that people give up so easy? They don't stay together. Is it expectations? What What is the problem?
1: Well, I think, you know, if you were uh, trying to fly a plane and you had no training in flying that plane, you wouldn't wonder, gee, why did it crash? Well, you had no training. But even an hour training on flying a plane, you might be able to pull it off. Well, most people don't have that hour. That's why, you know, a book or a workshop on communication, how to have good relationships is so important. That's one thing. But also, we're all subject to what I call WMDs. WMDs aren't weapons of mass destruction. They're widgets of mass distraction. Mm. And these kind of create superficial ways of communicating. You know, a thousand Facebook friends doesn't really equal one really good friend by your side. Uh,
0: so true. So true. And this false, you know, here we are in the community where we're getting it out there. We're all here together, but we're not. There really is something about an energetic exchange when we're together even, but it feels good to connect with you in this way. This feels a little better than just texting you when we're, because we're, we're using technology, but it seems to be working in this
1: situation. Well, absolutely. In fact, with Zoom or Skype, you're actually confined to, you know, I'm not doing the dishes now. You know, right. whereas when you're texting, you can be doing all kinds of stuff. So this is a, tends to be a more, a deeper form of communication than texting or email. But the best form is when, you know, you're with your partner. They they really have empathy for you. You can see their care and concern. And that's the what really feeds our heart.
0: So are you finding that people are more awake to want to improve their relationships at this point? Or are they... Saying, yeah, something's wrong. I've got to get this dialed in because if not, I'm going to end up, you know, divorced and maybe alone for the rest of my life.
1: Well, usually it takes some kind of pain. I know it did for me before I started to do this. But, you know, yeah. you don't have to go through all that pain. I, I tell people you can literally double the amount of love you have for your entire life in an hour of studying good communication and good relationship skills. Now, if love's important to you, and not many people are saying, nah, that's not important. If love's important to you, then put in that time. You know, you you talk about juice. You know that people can improve their health really quickly by what they ingest. Well, if you know how to ingest the right uh, energy from other people, but more important, how to give that energy out effectively and efficiently, then good things happen because it becomes like a superpower. You know, if you know how to make people feel good and make them feel appreciated or how to reduce conflict, it's like a superpower and people are magnetized to you.
0: Wow. That's really cool. And um, so when we're living that and we, How do we get to that point though? What are some of the other strategies? So if we can become more aware of what our partner wants or other people, because it's not just, it's other relationships too, isn't it? It's not just our our lover or is it? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, look at the case of Oprah. Here's a person who was so poor. She never lived in a house with a bathroom. She um, was emotionally abused, sexually abused. She had a stillborn child at age 15 25 years later, she's the most powerful woman on earth. I asked her, how did that happen? And she said, I didn't have anything going for me other than the fact that I really cared for people. I really felt them. So this, this thing called empathy, which we all really want, we all want understanding and empathy. And it's not that hard to give it. I mean, simply saying something like, hey, Steve, it looks like you're having a stressful day or how are you doing? I'm concerned about you. That's not rocket science or saying uh, what you're feeling and wanting from somebody. Hey, could we just have five minutes alone together? I'm feeling like I really need to connect with you. These are words that people rarely say, but they're so powerful. And, and little things make a difference. It, it rocketed Oprah from the bottom of society to the top of the world.
0: What is it that holds us back? I mean, we could think those thoughts, but what's stopping us from saying them? Why aren't we being authentic with our feelings?
1: I think people aren't trained in knowing how important vulnerability is.
0: Mm.
1: You know, if you look at the word intimacy, in a way the instructions are hidden in the word, into me see. So when you reveal stuff about yourself, it allows other people to step into your world. And, and we're not taught how to do this. So, you know, we're taught to brag and do all the things that you see happen in politics and showbiz but being able to reveal stuff and be vulnerable is not a skill we learn that's why in the more love less conflict book i have a lot of things that are basically fill in the blank sentences that allow you to reveal stuff easily like the sentence if you really knew me if you really knew me steve you'd know that um I'm always a little worried about coming off too much as a salesman in these things because I feel very passionate about it, but I hate salespeople. You know, if you really knew me, you'd know that uh, um, I feel incredibly grateful that I learned some of these methods early in my life because the first half of my life I was alone and depressed. You know, when I reveal that stuff, it makes it easier for you to reveal that type of stuff as well.
0: Right. That's true. I could see that. Like, I don't know what that is, but when someone is vulnerable, you want to almost match them where they are with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The key is to come up with methods that are so simple and so effective that people will use them. Like I have a method that eliminate my wife and I, you know, 20 years ago when we got married, we'd argue a lot. So we came up with a method five years ago that involves saying two words That has eliminated 100% of our arguments. Julie, I need you. (laughs) I'm going to make her watch this. (laughs) What what are
0: those words? I can't wait.
1: Those two words are yellow light. And we have an agreement that when we say the words yellow light to each other, that means that we're getting upset. We're starting to have a momentum of upset. And we need to take a two-minute timeout to relax and calm down.
0: For those on radio, Julie just actually stepped in. She's like, "What's going on in here?" And We're talking about relationships. he has been on Oprah four times and he, they have a key word because he and his wife argued a lot. Okay. And so they had we've talked about how it's funny that you say that because we've talked about having maybe when we get, you know, when we're escalating, if we had a, a special word that pulled us back and your word was yellow light. Yellow
1: light. Yeah. Yellow light. So we just make a we make the agreement that if either of us said yellow light we have to sit for two minutes quietly holding hands and after two minutes, then we, we reboot and try it again. Oh, I love that.
0: Okay. That's a good one. I We're like going to try that in our life. We're going to get back to you. know. <laughs> not that we ever argue, Jonathan, you know, we got it all dialed in us. Never, never. I'm going to try it with my son too. That might be good. Julie <laughs> said she'll try it with her son for those on radio who couldn't hear that. <laughs> thank you for that. John, thank you for dropping by Julie for that. Thank and I'm you. sure there'll be more to share. Where else are we going wrong in our relationships, though, Jonathan?
1: Well, the biggest problem every couple makes, or even with kids or whatever, is we blame. I don't know about you, Steve, but I've never told my wife everything that's wrong about her, what she's doing wrong, where she said, Oh, my God, you're right. Thank <laughs> you for showing me the errors in my ways. Now I will have to change. I'm batting zero for a thousand on that. I've you been know? there. <laughs> been in that. For some spot. reason... For some reason, we think that blame is going to work this time. You know, uh, that's the language we're taught. And we need to learn to speak the language of love rather than the language of blame. And and luckily, it's not that hard to learn that language. But if you think blame is the only language in town, then that's what you do.
0: But where does that even come from? Where does that blame thing come from or the, um, you know, evaluating and giving unwanted feedback?
1: Well... As I said, I think we we have this fantasy that our partner will finally see the light when we blame them. You know, it never happens, but that's our fantasy. And if you don't have an alternative way of communicating, that's what you end up doing.
0: It sounds good. And then in theory, and people are saying, okay, that sounds good, but how do we – because sometimes we can get excited, and we should all pick up the book, of course, and those that tuned in late, it's Jonathan Robinson, uh, his latest book out of the twelve is, and here it is "More Love, Less Conflict available on Amazon, and your website too, Jonathan, right? I don't They didn't give me your website here
1: well my my website's morelovelessconflict dot com well then then
0: you know. That's where you go. And if you're going to go to our website, we'll have it under the show notes at Juscooradio.com. I'll have a link to that. And I'll have a link to Jonathan's book, too. And he's got all the other ones, too. So that's pretty amazing. Um, Actually,
1: for your listeners, they can get what's called the 12 Questions of Instant Intimacy for free as a download on the morelovelessconflict.com website. Oh, nice. These are questions that immediately lead to an intimate conversation really with anyone.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay, and that's available up at the website. So we'll have a link to that, too. It's morelovelessconflict.com, and that makes sense. And it, is, it, it reminds me of nonviolent communication, like that kind of
1: thing. Is that what you're getting at here? Well, I studied with Marshall Rosenberg in nonviolent communication, and it's good stuff, but the problem is it's too complicated. Um, you know, it right. takes it's so complicated that
0: I, I only know the term, but I know nothing about it. Cause, cause when I looked at it, it was just too complicated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> true. That's why, you know, my, my methods are, can you say the words yellow light? You know, can you fill in this blank statement with two words right now? I'm feeling right now. I'm wanting, can you say, I can see that one way I contributed to this upset is, you know, that's taking responsibility. Um, so there's a lot of methods that are just. Fill in three words, you know, can you do that? If you can do that, you can double the amount of love in your life. And, and those were the methods that I got from people like the Oprah, or I, I interviewed the Dalai Lama. I interviewed a lot of people who are really good communicators and found out what was the simplest way of, of uh, repeating what they were doing.
0: So basically it's, it's really, it's the empathy piece though, right? Is that the biggest part of it?
1: Empathy and understanding. Those are the two things people want the most. And if you can give them that, they will give it to you back. Um, But there's there's really powerful ways to give empathy and there's ways that are a little bit off base. So you got to kind of dial it in a little bit.
0: Did you ever research the Harville Hendricks, the Imago thing where he said we kind of relive our childhood wounds from the parents with our partner? Do you think there's any validity to that or does that play into your work at all? Do you think there are wounds we're trying to heal with our partners?
1: Absolutely. The problem with his stuff is it's also complex. You know, what do you do about that? You know, so, Mm -hmm. you know, life is very fast paced now. It's very stressful. So when these wounds come up or stress come up, you have to know exactly how to deal with it in the real world where the rubber meets the road. And and by having a bunch of theory, even if it's correct theory, that doesn't always cut it.
0: Right. So this yellow light strategy—if we can we do we call it the yellow light strategy? Sure, so what sure. have you found within your own with your clients, your personal experience of using that? And and obviously it's coming up when you're triggered. When one of you when one of you gets triggered, you're using yellow. What happens? Is it and does it become like a habit?
1: It does become like a habit, especially when you see that it works so well. But you know I'm a big believer that different tools work for different people. Like one of the tools in the book is just talking about triggers, you know, when you're triggered in this way, what would you like me to do? You know, that's a really good question. When I'm triggered, this is what I want you to do. You know, because a lot of couples don't know what that is. And without knowing that information, they get triggered a lot. Or how about in bed? You know, uh, my wife and I shared three things I really like in bed are X, Y, and Z. Three things I don't really care for in bed are X, Y, and Z. Immediately, our love life got 50% 50% better in a, in a two-minute conversation. You know, most couples don't share that information. So these there's a lot of methods that can really help quickly um, if, if you know what those are. Or, or I mentioned before the, uh, I call it the 12 questions of instant intimacy. These are questions that you can ask. Like one of them is, um, what helps you to feel loved by me? That's an important question to know because uh, you want to know what helps your partner to feel loved. It's, and th- is this good for people that are single,
0: that are dating? I mean, it seems like these are good questions to really get to know your partner. That's something we do too. Like, I remember I used to go through books and ask all these questions and try to, you know, unveil who they really are. Are these good ways for us to connect with people
1: even before we're married? Absolutely, and really, the same questions work for a date, for a partner, for your kids, even for friends. You know, um, people want intimacy, people want connection. So it's not really a, a, a partner thing; it's a human thing. So <laughs> as long as that right. person next to you is human, then there's a good shot.
0: So what are some? What are three different strategies we can use? So we've got the one minute. You know, we've got the the yellow light. Are there a couple of more things that we can start implementing? I mean, I, obviously, the book is loaded with them. Yeah. And again, it's more love, less conflict. And I want a copy because I don't think Jackie sent me a copy, but I'm actually going to be getting my copy and I'm going to get your questions too because that's, I, I just love this. I love what you're doing, honestly, personally. Uh, what are a couple of other things we could take home and use in our
1: toolbox? Well, I find that um, a very simple way to get your partner out of blame and to listen to you is to say this magical sentence. I can see that one way that I contributed to this upset is, and then say how you see that you may have contributed to the upset. You know, this I call it taking responsibility, and it is so rare nowadays that when people say that sentence, other people like really listen. They almost stop breathing. You know, so don't you and have
0: it- to do a part in the in the argument where you're calm, like you know, like it almost seems like when when you're both triggered and you're fighting or arguing, right? I, for lack of a better word, y- you're not in that rationale mind. It's like you have to. For me, I know everyone has different strategies. I like to just leave and calm down or take a walk. My wife wants to be right there with her, and so she comes at me at those times, and and that's a conflict. Like she needs me there, and I need space. How do we get to that spot where we can be calm and then I can come back and say those things? Because when we're in the moment, it's almost like we've got, we are, we're just too escalated, right?
1: Yeah, that's a very common situation, Steve. What, and, and my wife and I had that as well. So I, I, I use this sentence that's in the book. Um, I need to calm down now for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And after five minutes, I promise to come back and we'll work through this. Oh, I'm going to use... That allowed, my wife, that allowed my wife to relax with me leaving allowed me to oh, leave.
0: Okay, okay, so you can relate to that one. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. oh, that will be very helpful. That was worth a million dollars. That's like the golden nugget right there. I'm, I can't okay. wait to try that one out. <laughs> These are real tangible tools, and they're simple, you know, And but they're not common sense because, you know, I, I was thinking before, this should be taught in school. Like, I wish I'd learned this when I was in high school. I mean, typing was probably the best class I took because now the world is run by computers, and I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to type. But this is real skill. that We just don't learn this unless we seek it. And why is that?
1: It's such a shame. Our educational system seems to spend many years on stuff that we'll never use once and (laughs) spend zero time on stuff that we use all the time. We we communicate 15 hours a day. To become a psychotherapist, I never had to take a class on communication. I did have to take a class on calculus, geometry, trigonometry, and algebra.
0: So what led you to, to uh, get the message out? And are you still practicing or are you, is your mission getting this out? And, you know, you're obviously writing all these books. What else are you doing? How did you, how did you start to live your passion in this way?
1: Well, I started to really study it for myself. And I started to see, well, some of this stuff out here it really doesn't work. It's too complex. You know, and once I found something that worked, then I said, wow, this is such a great idea, other people should know about. So that became the books, Oprah liked the books, and it went from there. Um, But my passion right now is is letting people know to learn this language, because we, especially in this age where we have so much polarization, we need more love and connection to heal our hearts and heal the world. So anything I can do to move it in that direction feels really good to me.
0: Well, that's a beautiful mission, especially in a world where there's so much division now and, so much anger and it's hard to go out in it and just, you almost want to wrap yourself in a cocoon and be like, what is going on? Why, why is there so much conflict? And are we evolving or are we, is there just more division than there ever was? It's just sometimes some of those days you just wonder, right?
1: Yeah. Well, we have this lizard brain from our past, but we need to learn to use our human brain to get to love, to learn these skills that do lead to that. I mean, You know, five hundred years ago, we all had clubs, and you know, the biggest person with the biggest club (laughs) won. But now, winning really is the person with the most love and peace in their life. But we haven't all learned that skill of how to get there. So I think uh, you know, through shows like yours, that message gets through to more and more people. And and you know, when you learn this skill, you're not just helping yourself; you're helping your family, you're helping your partner, you're helping your kids, because really a life lived in love and peace and connection is the best thing you can do for the people you care about.
0: How do we bring it to the kids? I got my stepson, 12 years old, right before the fifteen years. It's rough in this house sometimes. How do yeah. we bring it to our kids?
1: The n- number one way kids learn is by watching their parents. So if you want your kids to be mm-hmm. happy, be happy yourself. If you want your kids to communicate well, communicate well yourself, because that's how they learn it.
0: Well, Jonathan, this has been, and you've got a podcast too, which we should mention because you're doing some uh, incredible work and in just helping us to raise awareness. How do we find your podcast?
1: It's at awarenessexplorers.com or they can find it on iTunes at Awareness Explorers. Doing incredible work. Jonathan
0: Robinson, right here on Jusco Radio. Jonathan, before we close out here, and this has been so transformational, thank you. Whenever we get to an end of, of an interview and we feel like we were at one place and we get to the other end and we're like, wow, I've got some real tools now and I'm, I'm personally excited, so I know the audience must be on fire too. Anything to say in closing, anything we didn't touch on or an activity or anything you wanted to share before we close out the show?
1: Well, i just say um, try the 12 questions of instant intimacy on the More Love, Less Conflict website. It's free. And you'll be amazed at how easy it is with the right tool to get to a place of love and connection. You know, we think that's hard, but really with the right tool, it's right there because everybody wants it.
0: That's great because that could have been a book itself that tool right there you know that's that's something everyone needs whether you're a parent or you're a partner or you're just even in work situations I would imagine just from the people we work with to have better communication because that is the key better communication and and for more love in this in this world right Jonathan
1: I think that's the key
0: Jonathan Robinson right here on just Grow radio I'm Steve Persec Thank you again Jonathan and we'll My see pleasure. you next time bye guys for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juicegururadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.